perfect, perfect. Yo, what it do, everybody? It's your man, Dre, a.k.a. Dre on Wheels. Y'all already know what it is. Welcome back, everyone, to the 1130 Podcast Talk Pro Wrestling. What's good, everybody doing out there on this Friday? I'm back at it, you guys. It's the weekend. It's, it's upon us. I'm ready. It's time to talk some pro wrestling. Good morning, good night, good afternoon to all my listeners all across the world, wherever you may be at. Appreciate it so, so much. We here streaming on YouTube this afternoon on this beautiful, beautiful Friday, you guys. Like I said, I broke the news this past Wednesday on the main show that each and every Friday I will be streaming here at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and the audio version will be available the next day on Saturday. But nonetheless, that's out the way. We got an amazing show to get into today, you guys. I have an awesome guest that's going to be joining me. His name is Garrison Creed. He's an independent pro wrestler. He wrestles for OVW, wrestles for Big Pro Wrestling, just to name a few. He's been on the independent scene working his ass off man he's going to be joining me here the mercenary garrison creed yes the mercenary garrison creed will be joining me here this week on talk pro wrestling in just a bit you guys but before we do we got some things i want to touch on real fast before i bring my man garrison creed in and also shout out my guest who was on last week my guy mac gully thank you bro for coming on and just you know spitting facts on wrestling man i love it definitely love it i definitely love everyone who are tuning in here this uh friday on youtube make sure you subscribe hit that subscribe button down below if you haven't done so already like it leave a comment and do all that great stuff and uh, don't forget to follow the 1130 podcast on all social media platforms but you guys like i said it's friday it's the week we're on the road to wrestlemania the elimination chamber is tomorrow we got a lot to get into but first and foremost you guys the big news that's been swirling around i'm not going to spend too much time on this topic because i know a lot of other podcasters that i follow and i watch even i was on commission talks this past uh, Wednesday with Buzzin' Romalo, check him out. And we were also chatting about AEW. Um, Cody Rhodes and uh, Brandy Rhodes has not resigned with the company. And it's all up in the air. Is this the work? Is it not a work? Hey, look at it. It's a work. You got all of us talking. You know, I just don't see Cody Rhodes going back to the to, to WWE, you know, just for the money. And I understand, man, WWE pockets are fat. You know, AEW can't touch that. But nonetheless, man, it's, it, 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 it's so many factors that play into this. I was on commission talk, like I was just saying, buzzing with Marlo. And my guy buzzing, you know, Juan Marlo was saying, maybe it could just be some family time that they need alone. But who knows, man? Who knows? It's a whole lot of speculation going on around. Could Cody Rhodes come back to AEW? Or is Cody Rhodes going back to WWE? Maybe possibly making an appearance uh, at WrestleMania or the night after WrestleMania. We're just going to really have to wait and see, you guys. We're really going to have to wait and see. Cody Rhodes returning to WWE. It's just like, I mean, he's going to have to see Triple H. He's going to have to see Triple H, man. Like, that's like when The Rock left for WWE for the longest time. And John Cena, everywhere he went and he spoke on, you know, certain wrestlers. You know, he sort of, you know, badmouthed The Rock. Like, Rocky left. Rocky is my favorite wrestler of all time. I know, you know, I get it. But now that Cody Rhodes have left, you know, the mother nest of WWE and went on and sprouted 
and you know got the young bucks kenny omega and tony kong and all these guys to come up with all elite wrestling and you know i love all the wrestling man but hey i think if you come back the first person you guys to see is triple h though you gotta see triple h but hey man that's we just gotta wait and find out we just gotta wait and find out it's just it's all the buzz right now what is next for cody rhodes and you know brandy rose but mainly what's next for cody rhodes well, enough of that, you guys. We're going to move on here on the podcast. Tomorrow, we got WWE Elimination Chamber, and it's going down. I know a lot of people, yes, are not too savvy, too excited about this um, premium event or pay-per-view event, however you want to call it. But nonetheless, we got the Elimination Chamber WWE Championship match is going down. Brock Lesnar has been favored for uh, some of you guys to uh, win this match. Also, AJ Styles has been a big favor that uh, he can win the match in the next night. Edge comes back and challenge AJ Styles for a matchup at WrestleMania. You know, I mean, now the fact that I heard, you know, AJ Styles could possibly win it and Edge coming back and returning the next night on Raw to challenge him for the WWE Championship, I'm all for it. I'm really, really all for that, man. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. But Brock Lesnar winning the WWE Championship and going on to face Roman Reigns. Now, like I understand, my man Blackheart said it to me, man. That's the best route to go. But I, so what, what do we do with Bobby now? What, what do we do with Bobby? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. But uh, we got that matchup. I'm rooting for Bobby. But if not, my second pick is AJ Styles uh, winning the uh, Elimination Chamber match. Also, we have the Ro we have Roman Reigns, the Travel Chief. <laughs> Let me get it right. The Travel Chief, Roman Reigns, taking on uh, uh, Obert, <laughs> Goldberg. Uh, I hope Roman Reigns do Goldberg like Goldberg do other people. You know, what I'm, you know what I mean? Like Roman said uh, last week, man, I'm a Goldberg you. So that's what he need to do. Get in there, spin his ass, one, two, three, roll out, bro. Like you just you just a match for me to do something. Uh, before WrestleMania. Like, come on. Uh, Lita, sorry, Lita, but you said you got another good run in you, so I know you're not going to win this one. Hopefully, we can get you at WrestleMania with uh, Bailey. We're going to find out. We're going to certainly find out tomorrow at Elimination Chamber. I'm going with Becky uh, all the way. I believe the Usos are taking on the Viking Raiders, Uso Penitentiary, um, all the way, you guys, all the way. Man, you know, uh, Elimination Chamber, man, is going down. We are on the road to WrestleMania. Yes, man, we are on the road to WrestleMania. Not only that, we got a new show coming up tonight. Yes, right after SmackDown. It's called Level Up NXT. Man, I was on Commission Talk and was, like, so confused. Uh, what is this? They didn't do too much uh, with WWE when they showed the commercial on NXT Vengeance Day this past week. Which was a good, which was a uh, a great event, um, but which I'm I'm really excited to see Tommaso Ciampa versus Dolph Ziggler, yeah, because I, I like how Dolph Ziggler came down there and was like, yeah, bro, like you gonna keep wrestling for these people here in Florida, bro? You don't want to wrestle people from D.C., New York, uh, Philly, L.A. You know, you don't want to travel the world, bro. Like, and then and then he was on Raw this past Monday, and I didn't like how they just just inserted him there. Like, I I, I would appreciate it if. Since, you know, he was sort of showing up in Dolph Ziggler's house, I would have came. I mean, yeah, he didn't need to attack him. But, I mean, look here. He came up on Tuesday night the prior week, you know, with his feet up on the desk, 
talking like he like this is out. <laughs> but nonetheless, man, like I'm I'm loving, man. I'm loving what this NXT level up is about to do. Um, I guess they about to, you know, have these NXT guys go against these cruiserweight guys. I don't know, but I'm looking forward to it. I said on Commission Talk, this is this show is definitely for uh, everybody who don't like Rampage, <laughs> who don't like Rampage, man. But uh, hey, look at I'll be watching that. Like I'll be watching Impact. Like I'll be watching one of my favorite uh, uh, wrestling companies right now, NWA. I'm loving what Matt Cardona is doing right now. I'm, I'm just loving it, bro. Like <laughs> I'm loving everything, bro. You want to talk about somebody who just did a whole 360 after leaving World Wrestling Entertainment, going to the Indies? revamping his whole character you know like in wwe he was basically kid friendly he was pushed toward the kid friendly you know like oh woo 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 and you know and now on the indies he's doing blood and eating doing all these matches and bro shout out shout out to matt cardona man for real he, he's like uh the digital media champion in impact right now and he's the nwa world's heavyweight champion bro like, come on. I'm loving what he's doing, man. I'm loving all wrestling right now, for real. Loving all wrestling. We're speaking about independent wrestling, you guys. Yo, my guy, uh, Garrison Creed, independent pro wrestler, will be joining me here in just a bit right after this, you guys. Don't go nowhere. Yo, what up? This your boy, Kenneth Stones, AJ Coffee, Weezen. This your boy, D.O.E., Good Brother Bowl. And we are the Dirty Hills. You already know, man, you tuning in to 1130 Podcast. Not 730, but 1130. Dude, dude, that's my job. Not 730, but 1130. Yeah. And you have been <laughs> Dirty Hills Approved. Like I was saying, you guys, throughout the show, I have an amazing guest that's going to be joining me here on Talk Pro Wrestling this week. My guy, Garrison Creed, he's an independent pro wrestler. You may have seen him in uh, Big Pro Wrestling. He wrestles for OVW Wrestling. My man been all over the place. The mercenary Garrison Creed. How's it going, bro? It's doing great, man. So, uh, you know, I'm about ready to go hit the gym for the second time my day. And uh, it's going great. Hey, that's dope. That's dope, man. That's dope. Um, uh, thank you for taking the invite to join me here on the 1130 podcast this week. Like I was saying before the show, I always love having, you know, independent wrestlers here to come on the show to um, shine light on them, you know, and tell their story. And, you know, just like I said, you know, just chat with them and just chat wrestling and stuff like that. Um, but we don't waste no time. We're going to get into it and everything. How long you been? How long you been in the wrestling game? And, you know. Damn, uh, damn near all my life. Uh, I mean, I can remember uh, the famous Hogan Andre match, uh, WrestleMania three. Uh, so I mean, I've been watching it for uh, you know since I was about knee high. Um, professionally, I've been in the business. I'm ready to close out my sixth year. Uh, you know, going into my seventh year, and it's been it's been a wild ride. It's been crazy. Uh, it's brought me all across uh, North America, through Canada, uh, through a good part of the Eastern United States, Central United States. It's been a wild ride, and I love every second of it. Okay, man, that's dope. That's dope. You said you've been a wrestling fan since, you know, since you could remember and stuff like that. Uh, did you, you know, always wanted to be, you know, a wrestler growing up, you know, or something just led you, you know, to that path, right? Uh, it, it's, it is kind of a crazy ride. I did uh, want to become a, a wrestler. Uh, but, I mean, what kid doesn't want to become, like, say, for example, the star quarterback of their favorite football team? At some point, 
you realize it's not going to happen. And, th and that was me. Um, I just, I didn't have any outlets. I didn't have any connections. I didn't know where to go, anybody to call. So I just, you know, I graduated high school. Uh, I joined the armed forces. Uh, I did multiple deployments overseas, saw a lot of action, served my country, uh, came back, did the college thing, did the big boy job thing and stumbled, uh, literally stumbled across a uh, wrestling school near where I live and went, Hey, I, I'm not, too old yet why the hell not let's go and give this a try and it just took off from there man and hey, that's what's up man that's that's really dope man i can tell the passion from your voice you know uh because it's all about finding the right wrestling school as i hear because you know all the wrestling schools are you know not great but uh you said you were in the military and stuff like that how, how did that how was that experience um definitely I'm not going to say it was like the happiest experiences, but uh, if anything's going to like, you know, get any person to pull their head out of their ass and grow up quick, you know, joining the armed forces would. And it definitely did that for me. I mean, I became, I probably matured more from the time that I was 19 to 21 than most people do in their entire lives. Uh, and going out and doing, doing things that uh, you see in movies, you see in action flicks and actually experiencing them and actually realizing how tragic those instances are. Uh, it changed me a lot. Changed me for the better, I would think. Um, I wouldn't be the man that I am to, to, uh, today without those experiences. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't have the uh, the determination I have, the motivation. Uh, I just wouldn't be the same guy. Uh, so even though it was a very hard time in my life, uh, very difficult, very uh, enduring and challenging in my body and my my mind, uh, I wouldn't have changed it for a bit. I still would probably have done the same thing. Hey man, that's really cool, man. I appreciate uh, you sharing that, and you know, and I thank you for you know uh, being in the service and you know uh, being doing that commitment because that that's that got to be rough, man. I I have family members who uh, also you know was in the service and like that, you know, they deal with uh, PTSD afterwards and stuff. So um, it's it's real it's real uh, inspiring for you to uh, share that. Um, from you being in the military, what did you uh, from being in the army? What did you apply from there, taking it on to the uh, to the wrestling business? Uh, it, it's uh, it, it it took me a long while to realize uh, that I was taking what I learned from the service from the army and and was using it uh, in the in the wrestling world. Uh, you do have to have a level of uh, determination and tenacity to do what we do. Uh, to wake up early in the morning, to go to the gym, uh, to be um, to be disciplined enough to be to have a strict diet, uh, to to look the part. Uh, I didn't realize that as I was applying all this, I thought I was learning it on the go, but no, I was realizing no, this I'm I'm just picking things off the toolbox that I had from my previous life. Here now, I'm just taking that and putting it towards professional wrestling, and it eventually actually kind of took over my professional wrestling, um, uh, the, the whole military aspect that I did. And then the uh, uh, later on, the contract work that I did developed into the character that you see in the ring. The character you see in the ring isn't a character. It is me, uh, 100%, uh, who I was, uh, a, a soldier for hire, a mercenary, a highly disciplined person that's great in tactical violence. And that's what I show you in the ring. That's what you're going to see anytime you click on OBW, uh, Midwest All-Star Wrestling, Steel Domain Wrestling, uh, Big B Wrestling. Anywhere you see the, the Mercenary Garrison Creed at, you're going to see 
a, a real life soldier before you. And that's what I'm trying to perceive to everybody. I dig that. I really do. You know, because you got some wrestlers who uh, come on and, you know, they play uh, characters, and, and which is totally fine, though. Um, so how do you feel about today's wrestling? And do you feel like you, you should be able to be yourself? I personally, again, I, I look at guys like uh, uh, I look at guys like Brock Lesnar, uh, Kurt Angle, uh, even Steve, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin to a degree. These guys, what made them work uh, on the big screen, or what worked them on the big uh, the big show? Realism, legitimacy. If you walk up to Brock Lesnar in a bar and you you, you grab his beer and you throw it on the floor and you tell him you want to exchange hands, mm-hmm. what do you think your outcome is going to be? <laughs> You're going to get your ass whooped because yeah. that guy is a legit fighter. Mm-hmm. Now you see him in the wrestling ring, you know that he can actually you know throw hands and do business. He's going to. That's what you're going to see when you see him in the ring. So I try to take that and I perceive and I I throw that in the ring myself. Uh, again, you see you see me out in the streets and I get this a lot. I get this like, hey, what what do you do? You should be out bouncing at clubs, or you look like you should be a police officer, or you should look like you're a military guy. And I'm like, well, yeah, because that's what I'm trying to you know to show you that I am. I am. I'm real. And that's what I'm bringing to the ring as well. Hey, I like I like that. I definitely like that, man. Because you know, uh, I lo- I love this style and everything you do bring to the table. As I seen you on OVW and uh, everything you do, man. Uh, but what's your thoughts on the on the wrestling business today and how far it is uh, has come now? It's uh, oh, it's evolved so much. Um, I mean, we got it, it used to be, you know, just like a kind of like a sideshow thing. And it used to be a close knit group of a group of individuals. It was almost like a secret society. You couldn't even get into it. And now it's so mainstream, especially when we took the covers off of it. And everybody knows, everybody kind of know, realizes, hey, um, this is a work. But so we got a whole bunch of people coming on in. They're wearing colorful outfits. They're doing these little gimmicks. They their characters that they can turn on and off, whether they want to be on the in the ring or not. And they want to be, uh, I almost call them cosplayers because uh, really sometimes if you look at some of these guys, do you want to see them as legitimate athletes? A good chunk of them are. They have it, but a lot of times these are very highly skilled actors in elaborate costumes, portraying an action sequence. The guys that I think that are the best at the top of the game are the legitimate athletes that are going on out there, and they take away that um, that cloak that, oh, this is only a work. If you can take that away from them and have all the fans question, oh, hey, is I think this is real. Uh, that's what's going on. So we kind of have a mix going on. Uh, different products for different uh, different people of course uh the highly gymnastic type choreographed type styles uh your your strong style very uh knit and gritty uh duke it out type styles then you got your, your uh kurt angle chris benoit types where they're like legitimately wrestling out there ground fighting type techniques um that do take away that 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 mask of, of a show and like bring in the legitimacy uh it's evolved so much. You have so many different types of products and different things to see and different characters. It, it, it's a conglomerate. It's it, you have something for everybody, really. Yeah, you do. It's so much different wrestling out there for everyone. I like the point you just made, though. Um, but do you do you feel like uh, without the entertainment value in in a wrestling show, like 
that it takes away from it or I'm trying to figure out how I, I, I actually say this because we, we get so much wrestling or you get so many people or fans say, oh, man, uh, this product is this and this product is that way because they have so much entertainment value in it. And besides just a whole eight cards full of straight wrestling. You do need to have the entertainment aspect into it. Uh, you need to you need to know the characters intimately. You need to know the, what's motivating them, why they're in the ring against this guy. Um, I mean, everybody loves a good fisticuffs, uh, but sometimes you may need a little bit more, a little bit more in-depth story. Oh, hey, you know, you looked at my girl wrong, uh, <clears throat> Hogan Savage. You know that type of dynamic going on to to be able to tell a story when you get in the ring, um, and then just what you do in the ring just kind of defines that story when you can take you know perhaps you take that uh ray mysterio uh acrobatic type and you bring on in uh how old was he during the eddie guerrero uh dominic on a pole uh, dominic on a ladder match type deal that you bring that on and now you got somebody who is this highly gymnastic type but they're throwing down the gauntlet and throwing down some, some fisticuffs because it became personal uh, just the, the point I'm trying to make is you need to throw a little bit more than hey mono e mono you need to have a story you need to have a reason why so these guys can play it out in the ring and show you and have you invest in it to prove that you, I'm going to have to buy you know I'm going to put down my 20 25 30 bucks so I can make sure I, I sit ringside and see these guys duke it out I mean my ass will be in that seat watching this match you need to give them a reason yeah, yeah, you do. You do need to give them a reason, though, because uh, that was a debate that I had on the podcast uh, a couple of uh, weeks ago. Just how I mean, you know, everybody, you know, watches WWE and complain about this and that, but they still watch it. I, I'm still watch it regardless, though. But they complain about how it's too much um, entertainment and less wrestling, whether it is or isn't. I feel like some of the best moments that we as wrestling fans um has enjoyed been has nothing to do with wrestling at all you know it, it's been something that been um portrayed as just uh like you said a storyline something you know telling stories and stuff yeah you, yeah you need to have that you need to have that build up um you know hulk hogan not beating andre the giant for so long and then finally at the pinnacle at the biggest stage of the, of the year at wrestlemania he, Hulks up and picks up picks up this giant of a man and body slams and finally, like you got to build up to that point, uh, and that's the, the biggest thing. So that way you have a draw, and you can fill Madison Square Garden with, you know, a couple of thousand people. So that way, you know, you justify what you're doing. Totally right, my guy. Totally right. Uh, but you guys, man, we gonna move on here on uh, Talk Pro Wrestling. Uh, Garrison, you right now are in OVW. OVW, as you know, a lot of people um, formerly, you know, known as as a WWE uh, developmental territory. Um, how did you get into uh, OVW, and and how is it working out for you right now? Uh, it's it's going great. Uh, I'm training with a, a couple of their. Um, I'm training. I'm training over at their training facility. Uh, Doug Basham is he heading it up, uh, learning uh, their type of ring psychology, their type of in-ring work. It's definitely uh, a TV-based product, so you're always working the hard cam instead of working the crowd around you, uh, and getting into it, um, and then getting some, getting the occasional TV time. Uh, they, I mean, they have their major programs and their storylines going on, and so 
whenever they may have something for me, you may see uh, more of the soldier, soldier of fortune on TV going on forward. Uh, but how did I get into here? Um, well, pre-COVID, they started having a what was supposed to be a yearly combine event that they would um, they would throw kind of like a college football combine, same type of events, you know, forty yard dash. Uh, see what your squat, how many times you can squat so much of your weight, how many times can you bench it, how many pull-ups can you do, that sort of thing. You know, check your physicality. And then they had a couple of in-ring drills. Um, so right uh, during the first or during the year of the COVID uh, pandemic, um, they, they tentatively did it with, you know, kind of a reduced amount of people to come on in. And since I have been already work, uh, working for a couple of years, I was comfortable with my footwork. I was already, you know, uh, uh, trained gym wise to do all these types of drills and all that. And I'm like, I just came on in with the one simple mindset of, all right, OVW is the next step in my career. I'm not here just to kind of show off to these people. I'm here to take a spot. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. I got invited down to move to uh, Louisville, Kentucky, and I've been uh, working with OVW ever since. Hey, that's dope, man. I like that, man. You here to take a spot for real? Uh, what's the what the future hold for Garrison Creed, and uh, what do you like to see? What will you see yourself at in the pro wrestling world? Let's say in the next year or or, or the next five years or so. Um, hopefully, still traveling uh, across North America. I still have to venture on down to Mexico. Been making a couple of phone calls that way. A uh, couple of uh, dead end talks with Europe, but the, the goal is uh, is to continue working on independence, uh, to work on bigger stages, uh, and, and to travel and do what I'm doing. Because really, uh, at the level that I'm at, I love it. I do want to get in, I do want to get in front of those larger crowds. Uh, AEW is a possible goal. Impact's a possible goal. Uh, New Japan Pro would be amazing if I could you know, get on work, start working with them. Even if it was New Japan Pro on the American side, now that they have an American branch, uh, I would just love to work with them. Uh, WWE, not so much. I, I know they got to have some age restrictions, so I think I'm already outside the window for that. Uh, I, I aspire to work for them, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold my breath about it. Uh, but really, when it comes on down to it, I just want to continue what I'm doing, travel all over the place, uh, be able to pay my bills and live, uh, you know, put food on my on my table and live a, a nice lifestyle by the entertainment value that I'm providing for people. I definitely dig that, man. You definitely dig that. You got to, you know, work, work, work yourself off, man, and just work hard to put, provide and put food on your table, especially when you're in the independent route. You speak about traveling. How's that working out for you right now? And then how did, you know, pre-COVID or, you know, during the COVID time uh, really work out for you when it wasn't, you know, too much going on and stuff? Uh, well, thankfully, COVID for this guy only um, only put me on the sideline for about three months. Okay. Uh, which actually, uh, fortuitous or not, uh, was a good thing. I had blown my knee out, and so I had three months to recoup from it, and I didn't miss any wrestling because no, no wrestling was going on. Um, but then after that, uh, I started I, – I, I broadened out my search pattern for companies to work for because uh, where I was uh, up in the Midwest, uh, th things weren't opened up back yet. Uh, so I reached on down to a couple of companies I knew down in Texas and uh, Oklahoma and started getting booked down there. So now, well, now I'm, I'm driving cross country uh, 
every other week um, just to get some work. Uh, and it paid off because I started getting noticed more. That's how I started coming on over to OBW and coming on over to Atlanta and Georgia, getting a great spot uh, last year's WrestleMania season down in Tampa, Florida. Uh, it, 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 COVID made me branch out. So it was as negative as it was as a whole, I took up. I, I took the situation and made it into a positive. I made. I made things happen. And that's what you gotta do. You gotta make things happen, man. Uh, don't let nothing hold you back. Because I know definitely within the COVID situation, you know, I didn't have a job, you know, before then. So I just went straightly, just podcast and just try to definitely connect with different people. Um, especially because I'm a big fan of wrestling and. Um, Love, love independent wrestling, love pro wrestling, love it all. So I thought, you know, especially with my wrestling podcast, I can really take that to another level, you know, interviewing, you know, independent wrestlers and sharing, you know, they spotlight and stuff. So I thought that, you know, it'd be really, really fun. Uh, but you guys, uh, we're going to move on here on uh, the 1130 podcast. Uh, Garrison, uh, you got coming up, you're going to be in the Arnold Sports Festival. Am I right? All right. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, that will actually be my my debut for New Ohio Wrestling as well. Um, I got on in. I'm a, I'm a regular uh, combatant, so to speak, over for Steel Domain Wrestling out of St. Paul, Minnesota. And uh, one of the guys, one of the promoters that runs that uh, show up that way uh, lives in Ohio and works really closely with New Ohio um, New Ohio Wrestling, uh, which is going to be the ones providing the, the sports entertainment over at the, the Arnold Sports Festival. And so he just asked me, hey, you got anything going on this weekend? And I'm like, uh, no, what's going on? Well, they're throwing three days worth of shows over there. Sign me up. Send me. A whole new mar- marketplace for me. I'm I'm rip ready and ready to go, man. Send me over. Hey, I dig it. I dig it. You're you're totally ripped, man. Because the photos I was seeing, I was like, okay, my guy is is all set to be in the Arnold Sports uh, Festival. When I when I read it and I saw the post, uh, the only person I can really think of, as far as you know, WWE goes, uh, think her name Dana Brooke, who may appeared in the Arnold Sports Festival some years ago. But um, that, that that's a huge opportunity for you. Um, how did you know? How, how did you? How you feel about it? Uh, it's another stage, my man. And every time, every time I'm on a different stage or a new stage or an old stage, it doesn't really matter because I'm going to show up and I'm going to show out. Um, I'm especially excited uh, when it's a new stage and it's in front of uh, not just wrestling fans, but we got there, there's going to be uh, bodybuilding fans, bodybuilders. You're going to have uh, supplement uh, sponsors. Um, a, a bunch of major businesses that are related uh, to the, the bodybuilding and physical fitness world are going to be there. Um, so not only am I going to get a chance to rub elbows with people in the wrestling world, I'm going to be able to go into all these other uh, universes, so to speak, and meet so many new people and network in so many different areas. And I, I, I'm, I'm really confuzzled on the whole thing. I, I, I'm going to show on up. I'm probably going to just like not know what to do exactly because there's going to be so much to do. Uh, and I'm going to try, <laughs> I'm going to try to take it all in as much as I can in a short amount of time that I'll be there. Hey, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. The mercenary Garrison Creed, you got to take it in, got to take it in and, uh, you know, take your opportunity, man, and knock down the door. Take someone's spot, like you said. Uh, what, what keeps you inspired, man? What keeps you motivated uh, day in and day out? Uh, it took, 
again, going back to the, 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 the military mindset that I got and uh, the certain level of discipline that I, uh, that I took out of that. Um, it, it's just a matter of, um, you know, Jedi mind tricking myself into going, uh, it's not a motivation thing. It's a necessity. I tell myself every day, day in, day out, that going to the gym, eating proper, taking care of myself, taking care of any injuries or uh, anything that I need to take care of, it, it's not a want or, or motivational type thing. It's a necessity. I have to do it. Um, and it's it's pretty foolproof uh, for the most part. I mean, there are days when I've worked myself out so exhaustedly that my body just goes up. Nope, you ain't crawling out of bed today. You're gonna stay right on here and you're gonna get extra three hours of sleep whether you like it or not. But for the most part, uh, I'm up at four o'clock in the morning. Uh, I'm doing my cardio by, by 5.30. Um, you know, I got my, my day job, my work is going on. I'm back at the gym again by, by four or four or five o'clock that evening. I'm pumping iron, I'm lifting the weights. I got the food prep going on. I, got, I, I do three days of food prep a week usually end up having to buy more food during that time because i gotta have a massive diet for just the upkeep of what i'm doing and it, it, it's just it's just a machine i don't think of it as a, as, as a living moving thing it's a machine and i gotta keep it well fueled i gotta keep it well oiled and i gotta keep it going constantly yeah, okay man okay i always ask that to everyone whether it's my other podcast or here what what expires i always you know, X, because it's always something that, you know, keeps me motivated. It's always something out there that inspires someone, you know, to keep the drive going and stuff like that. Um, but you guys, man, we're going to move on here on the podcast. You mentioned uh, some sports a little bit. Uh, Super Bowl was this past Sunday. Um, did you have a, 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 a fight, a dog in the fight or anything like that? <laughs> I took advantage of the gym being empty, <laughs> the grocery store, even though the shelves were half empty, uh, going and doing my week's worth of grocery shopping, came back home and went, hey, while well, everybody else is out doing this and partying and that, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, that, that's, that's dope, man. I, I sat back and watched it, you know, I mean, what else really to do, but of course, everybody they go to the store and uh bought everything up so all the shelves were definitely empty man um but uh yo garrison creed man i appreciate you joining me this week here on uh the 11 30 podcast uh before you go man any shout any questions anything you'd like to say oh if you don't mind just let me uh i got let me plug my social media you just look me up uh garrison creed on facebook twitter instagram just the way it sounds uh, G-A-R-R-I-S-A-O-N-C-R-E-E-D. You'll find me on all three of those uh, platforms. Uh, I also have uh, t-shirts available on ProWrestlingTees.com. Uh, feel free to go and help support the cause. Buy a shirt or two or three or four. And uh, help this old soldier out. You don't have to show up at a show in your own backyard. And you can see what I got to give you. Hey, that's what's up, man. For real. You guys, man, go follow Garrison Cree. His social media will be down below in the links. Yo, my God, this was a really awesome time just chatting with you, man, and just picking your brains on, you know, wrestling, how you get into the wrestling business and everything. This was much fun. Um, I look forward to seeing you down the road here or, you know, front ringside, man, at an event, man, while you're kicking somebody butt. I definitely dig it. Um, but once again, Garrison Creed, thank you for joining me this week here on Talk Pro Wrestling. Hey, thank you very much, my man. It was, uh, it's been a pleasure. And uh, again, very gracious for the platform to reach on out and talk to the fans. 
Thank you. Yo, Garrison Creed, thank you so much for coming through here on Talk Pro Wrestling this week, taking time out of your busy schedule uh, to chat with me, man. I just love shining light on independent pro wrestlers, especially, man. I've been, you know, doing podcasting for the last two years, and but basically, like for the last year or so, I've been really getting, you know, guys who have been in the wrestling game here on the podcast to shine light with them. So I definitely love doing that and just chatting with them, man. Just learning them, picking their brains. So it was definitely dope how you just take, you know, what you learned in the military and, you know, transfer that, transfer that over into professional wrestling, just being yourself. Like you said, keep doing your thing in uh, the world of professional wrestling. Can't wait to see you on my TV soon or in a town, you know, near near me or near you, man, for real. I definitely can't wait. Uh, you guys, man, go follow Garrison Cree. His links will be down below here on YouTube. Uh, man, all the links will be down below, man, for real. Garrison Cree, thank you so much for joining me here on the podcast. You guys, it's Friday. Yes, the weekend is upon us. Hope everybody enjoyed their weekend before I get on out of here. Another big news, another big news that was swirling around uh, this week, this past week, Stone Cold Steve Austin could potentially be returning to WWE for a matchup at WrestleMania in Dallas, Texas against Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens this past Monday night on Raw, uh, you know, had a promo and he uh, made fun of the uh, Texans, you know, that he don't give a crap about Texas and howdy this and howdy that and, you know, that he was lying and all that, you know, stuff. And I think now looking at it and this story has came out, uh, it kind of makes sense because a couple of weeks ago, uh, maybe not if maybe a month ago, he was saying that, you know, so much stuff happened in Texas, how they were in Texas. And he was like, uh, yo, man, I won my first universal title here. I did this here. I debuted, you know, just so much, you know, saying that went down in Texas. So could this be a matchup for Stone Cold Steve Austin to come back for it? Now, he said, man, if Stone Cold come out, he said that it has to be something big. It got to be something important. It got to make sense. So does this make sense? Hey, I mean, I would love to see Stone Cold right in his hometown, you know, his backyard. You know, we'll see, man. I'm definitely looking forward to that. WrestleMania is around the corner. It's going down, baby. It is going down. I'm super excited. Are you guys excited? I know I am. I know I am. That's why I'm coming right back next Friday here on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts at, you guys. Uh, the Talk My Pro Wrestling Commission Talks is next week here, 1 p.m. Friday Eastern Standard Time, you guys, man. You don't want to miss it. I'm so excited. Next week, you guys, Friday, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, noon central here on YouTube. The audio version will be available the next day on Saturday. Yes, man, it's going to be a dope, dope vibe with Commission Talks here. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your uh, weekend. Before I go, before we all go, uh, don't forget to follow the 1130 Podcast on all social media platforms. Follow the 1130 Podcast on Twitter at the 1130 Podcast. Like the 1130 Podcast on Facebook. Subscribe. Yes, make sure you subscribe to the 1130 Podcast. Hit that subscribe button down below. For real, if you don't hit it, you're going to get super kicked. <laughs> For real, you're going to get super kicked. You might not get it right now. As soon as you this end, you're going to get super kicked. Right up. 
But nonetheless, you guys, man. Also, uh, make sure you follow the 1130 podcast on Instagram at the 1130podcast underscore. You see any other 1130 podcast on Instagram, make sure you block them, man. For real. I got hacked last year and yeah, that's that. <laughs> that's that. But you guys, man, this has been one hell of a show. A great show. Can't wait to see you guys next week. Tune in also this Wednesday for a new episode of the 1130 Podcast as I continue to celebrate Black Excellence on the main podcast, man. It's going to be dope, man, for real. Continue to tune in. Thank you, guys, man. Shout out to everyone who support the podcast. Yo, yo, it's your man Dre, a.k.a. Dre on Wheels, and I'm out.